Hey, hey, do you struggle with imposter syndrome while you're scrolling social media? You just go and you try to decompress and you're just scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever social media outlet is your favorite. Is that helping you or is it hurting you? Do you actually feel calmer after you've done that or do you feel a little maybe less than and you struggle a little bit with that imposter syndrome? Well, I want to talk about why it's time to stop comparing yourself to others and I want to just give you one reason why you need to stop doing this and turn instead to the Lord for your identity. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, you're not alone in grabbing your phone and just scrolling social media, just trying to use it as a quick outlet, just to kind of decompress and kind of get away and close off the chaos maybe of your day. You're human, right? You're gonna do that. But does it make you feel worse than you felt when you started? Or do you actually feel rested? Do you actually feel like you decompressed? Do you feel like you made a good choice in reaching for social media in the time that you had? Because a lot of people actually struggle with seeing what is out there, what people are putting out there on social media and feeling like their life is so much better than their own. And the thing is, is we don't really know, right? We don't know what is behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on. But when we see these pictures, these videos, these smiling faces on these beautiful tropical beaches, this or that, whatever it is, it could be, I mean, it really could be anything. But we see these people around us that seem completely fine, no worries, no challenges, completely happy, no health concerns. They really seem to have it all together. They have wealth, they have health, and with it sometimes can come a whole lot of arrogance or attitude because they, in quotes, have it all together. So they are confident in their own abilities to make their life the way they want it. Isn't that the way? We just see that. It's like in our face all the time. If we are seeking it out, really, because every time we choose to go on social media, we are seeking that out in one way or the other. And so a lot of us are left pondering all that they have that we don't. We sit there and we dream about a life that looks a little bit more like their life instead of a life that God has for us. 
So as we're pondering all that they have that we don't, are we ever thinking about what we have that maybe they don't? I got to tell you, last night I was praying and asking God to show me what is it that you want me to talk about on this Faith Friday episode because I've really kind of struggled this week. I've kind of been a little blank in knowing which direction to go. And so it's been a little bit more of a challenge for me because I haven't felt definitive about what I was going to be talking about. And I really don't like that because I don't like waiting to the last minute to air an episode. I like to be very much on top of it and planned out and have a great idea and know what I'm going to be speaking about and the verse. And not that I have it written out because I don't. Oftentimes I don't. But I've been kind of in a block. I've kind of had this block this week about this Faith Friday episode. So last night I prayed again, like God, show me what it is you want your daughters to hear because I've got nothing. (laughs) And I did the old open the Bible up trick. But when I just first opened up to it, I was like, not really looking at the pages, didn't even know what book I was in. And I kind of just took a section of pages and flipped it over And that's where I landed. And it was Psalm 73. So I was like, okay. And it was really funny because the way my Bible opened up, it was Psalm 72, 73, and 74. But my eyes went to Psalm 73. So that is what I read. So if you have your Bible, open it up to Psalm 73. This is a Psalm of Asaph. And as I was reading it, I was like, This is what I need to talk about today. So I'm just going to read it through and then I just have just a few thoughts about it. So Psalm 73, starting in verse 1, I am reading out of the NIV. Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from common human burdens. They are not plagued by human ills. Therefore, pride is their necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. From their callous hearts comes inequity. Their evil imaginations have no limits. They scoff and speak with malice. With arrogance, they threaten oppression. Their mouths lay claim to heaven and their tongues take possession of the earth. Therefore, their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance. They say, how would God know? Does the Most High know anything? This is what the wicked are like. Always free of care, they go on amassing wealth. Isn't that the way, right? We just, we see this over and over again. And we wonder, why is it so hard as Christians This is not, of course, across the board, but for a lot of us, like, why is life so hard as we are trying to follow Jesus, but the world seems to have it easy? They don't seem to have the problems that we are having. And then let's keep reading verse 13. Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure and have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been afflicted. And every morning brings new punishments. 
Ah, but wait. Even though we might feel that way, he goes on to say, if I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply till I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. Surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. They are like a dream when one awakes. When you arise, Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. And I love the the CSB version where it says, when I became embittered and my innermost being was wounded, I was stupid and didn't understand. I was an unthinking animal toward you. And then this is the reason why we need to stop doing this and turn to the Lord for our identity. We need to stop scrolling. We need to stop turning to the world for peace, turning to the world for a way to decompress, and we need to turn to God's word. Verse 23, yet I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. I don't know if that touched you like it touched me. But friends, we have something the world doesn't have. We have Jesus. And even with Jesus, if it seems like life is just a little too hard, go back, read verse 14. If every morning is bringing new punishment in your eyes, if you're feeling like it is just so hard, if you are in the fire season where you are just being refined and refined and refined, continue on. Read verses 15, 16, 17. Keep reading. Read verses 23 through 28. God is holding on to you. He is guiding you. And he has your name written in the book of life. So it doesn't matter who on this earth is getting what appears to be everything. Having what appears to be amazing, an amazing life, right? We know as Christians, we were never promised an easy life. But I think sometimes we forget that. I don't think that means that God expected expects us to live in poverty and have a miserable existence. I don't believe that at all. But life is hard and that is the reality. And the other reality is, is we have an amazing future that the people of the world do not have if they don't choose to turn to Jesus. So while they're walking around with arrogance and amassing wealth, as the scriptures say, they will still have to stand before God and give an account, just like we will. But we have an amazing future. 
And you have a God who sees you. God hears you and you are his beloved child. So stay the course. Turn to God's word. Turn to worship music. Turn to the Father. Instead of turning to social media, instead of turning to the world's way of checking out, instead of the world's way of decompressing, turn to the word and know and trust and believe with every fiber in your being that God sees you, God hears you, and God loves you because you are his beloved child. Father God, thank you that you do see us, that you hear us, and that you hold us by our right hand. That has such important meaning, Lord. So strengthen us for another day and thank you for being sovereign. Thank you that you are our refuge in times of distress and in trouble. And Lord, we lean on you today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, friends, I hope that was helpful and encouraging for you today. Before you go, I want to remind you that if you are looking for a little help and support on your lifestyle and some foods that you are eating that may be causing you troubles, just helping you to figure out those details, you may want to grab that food and lifestyle review where we can talk about what tweaks can be made in each area of your life, where I can get my eyes on your food and lifestyle and can give you some suggestions, recommendations, and some action steps with a follow-up call afterwards. So the link will be in the show notes. Go ahead and grab that if that is something that you are ready for. And if you did find value in today's episode, please share this with a friend and consider going to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a five-star review because this really is the only way to help other women find the show. Now, Treasured Wellness can also be found on Soulwin TV. I do highly recommend you check out Soulwin TV. And Soulwin is having its first annual conference June 21st through the 23rd in Largo, Florida. So you can go to soulwinconference.com for all of the details. And Treasured Wellness is also found on Christian Mix 106. So go on over to Christian Mix 106 and check out the amazing work they are doing over there. And if you do grab your tickets for Soul Win, for the Soul Win Conference, please email me at michelle at treasurewellness.com because I would love to make a point to meet you in person. All right, so today I challenge you to take a weekend off of social media, run to the Father, and don't run to the world. Have an amazing weekend and remember that you are a beautiful treasure. 